only on DAZN. Seconds out, I'm here with Don Charles at his new gym park. How are you doing, Don? I'm doing really good, Robert. Do you want to just uh, tell us about your new gym? Yeah, basically, we've been here. Uh, I took over possession of the building, this beautiful, wonderful, architecturally brilliant building. Uh, it's got a lot of character, you know. It's an old factory. And uh, we're based in North Finchley. And uh, we have to do a lot of work to get it to to look the way it's looking. I'm absolutely, I've had quite a lot of spaces since I've been doing gyms. This is my favorite. Great, well I'm sure it's gonna be successful and I look forward to many more interviews here. But Don, the main purpose of speaking to you today is the situation that occurred on the weekend with your boxer, Florian Marku, at Wembley Arena and the decision that uh, he suffered, I think that's got a, a fair way to say it, a draw. Do you want to just to tell us a little bit, bit about the build-up to that and also your views on the situation? Yeah, basically, the build-up to it, as you know, Florin Marco is an Albanian who's based in the UK. Um, he's a former kickboxer who had 110 fights in kickboxing and he's uh, had uh, seven fights as an MMA fighter. And... Um, Somebody approached him, said that uh, if you came to England, I can get you acquainted with a promoter. And uh, basically, England is where he's at at the moment, you know. So he was brought to me by some guys that I do business with, some Albanians. And um, I was introduced to him. And he said, look, he's looking to be based in the UK with, with view to start uh, converting to be, become a, a professional boxer. So um, I, I made a few introductions and I eventually we fought um, my very good friend, Steve Goodwin, the promoter. And um, Steve uh, got the, your call in Bethnal Green for us. And basically, it's almost like when someone tells you they're going to do something, you're quite apprehensive, especially somebody who's not based in the, in the UK. He said, I can pack out your call single-handedly. And true to his words, he packed out your call to full capacity. He had 1,200 people inside, and there was another 300 waiting outside that couldn't get in. So, you know, I think quite a lot of people in boxing uh, 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 business got to know about, uh, about him instantaneously because of that. So, to date, he had had, in the small hall shows, he had like five, five fights in the small hall shows. And then obviously, uh, that brought light to him, to the bigger promoters, yeah, who got to hear about this Albanian who's making a lot of noise in the UK. And obviously, everybody wanted a piece of him. And um, so, to fast forward things, um, he recently signed a contractual deal, promotional contractual deal with uh, a Matchroom, Eddie Hearn. And um, they recognized that this guy's for real. Not only does he have a massive following, he can actually fight, you know? So that got him a, quite a good deal with uh, the Matchroom um, platform. And obviously, uh, we got his first fight on the Matchroom platform last Saturday on the uh, Anthony Joshua Pulliv uh, card. And as you can imagine, he wanted to, like he would, he wanted to really, you know, showcase, this is a platform for him to showcase what he's about to the masses. You know, and um, he's a very uh, uh, confident individual. 
Um, he should be, because, you know, he should be. He's a very, very confident, uh, uh, very marketable individual. Um, he speaks five languages, including English. Um, that's a very bright person, okay? And we, he's become one of those people that, fighters, that it's very hard to match him. Very, very hard to match him. Um, S-Jam Boxing, uh, Sam Jones and Adam Morley, they manage him and they do all his matchmaking. And it's become almost impossible to find the, uh, uh, the suitable opponent with winning records uh, for him. And I believe for this fight he just had, they tried at least 20 or 25 uh, boxers and they, they'll take the fight and then within 24 hours, they'll pull out. Because once they agree, the name gets given to me, the trainer, I research them. We say, okay, we'll fight this fight. And within 24 hours, they've pulled out. So we went through at least 25 names, fighters who had agreed initially to fight. Then within 24 hours, they pull out. So even up to the point where we went into the bubble, we still didn't have an opponent. We went into the bubble last Tuesday. We didn't get an opponent to Wednesday, agreed in principle, pending the opponent being cleared with the, uh, the test, the COVID test. So we didn't actually have an opponent uh, confirmed till Thursday. And I have to um, commend that opponent. The name is, as we know now, the name is Jamie Stewart. He was the only individual who was willing to take the fight at short notice as well. Obviously, the same uh, for the opponent, he hasn't got much time to train for Marku. We don't have much time to study him because it's the unknown for both parties. So we were in no position to reject that, that, uh, uh, that fighter. Anyway, we took on, we said, yep, we want to fight. And um, the, the opponent was an unbeaten fighter. He'd only had two fights, but he's an unbeaten fighter. So that's what we're looking for, somebody with an unbeaten record. Um, although Florin had had more fights than the opponent, but nevertheless, he was still an unbeaten, ambition, ambitious fighter. And um, he was very, very, very confident, uh, Mr. Uh, Jamie Stewart, the boxer. He told us so because he stayed in the same hotel as, as us. And uh, he kept telling Sam Jones that I'm here to win. I'm here to, uh, we, we said to him, we hope so that you're here to win. Right. Everything went fine. We weighed in. Come fight day. Went to the arena as usual. We've done this journey so many times. Come the fight. We were the second fight on the card. Got into the ring as usual. Bell rings. My fighter is fighting. From, I've been in this industry for quite a long time as a, a professional boxing coach. To 16 years to be precise. The fight that I was watching, my fighter won every round because our plan was actually to, if it takes us eight rounds, because Florin, Florin Marco has never done eight rounds in a competition in boxing. So our objective was to do the rounds. If we need to do the rounds, do the rounds. That was his instructions. If the stoppage presents itself, we will take it. But nevertheless, the objective was to secure the victory if you see an opportunity to, to stop the opponent, do so. 
from the fight that I was watching ramp around, there was no question whether the opponent, there was a close round or I couldn't give the guy a round, not because I'm being biased against the opposition. Even if you could say for effort, for bravery, let's award the opposition a round, let's even award him two rounds, being generous for his efforts, but not to the degree where it wasn't even, oh, even if we was awarded the win by a split decision, I'll still be saying what I'm saying here. How did the referee score that? To the degree the referee deemed it to be a draw, um, I, I will, I'm usually got a lot to say, but I'm, I was lost for words. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a draw. I think the boxing world that I'm looking at seems to be fairly clear that it was a bad decision insofar as Marku won it clearly. Um, if we put this into context, so you've suffered a bad decision. You, uh, the team has obviously disappointed. An understatement. What, where do you go from here? Well, I'll be honest with you, we haven't actually digested it yet. It's still, when you have a, I've been in, involved where my fighter has won a big fight on a big show and you're so excited, you're, you're high, you know, and then it takes you a few days to calm down, then it still hits you, oh my goodness, we just pulled off a massive win. This one, I'm still, I'm still adjusting, I'm still digesting to the shock, to the disappointment. My fighter is in pieces and he's a very strong, mentally and physically, mentally is a very strong character, yeah? He's broken, he's a broken man because he's asking me questions, coach, why, why? And I'm trying to find answers, yeah? Do you have any views? Do you have any feelings why? Well, I'll be honest with you, the person who's more qualified to answer this is the referee, Mr. Marcus McDonald, I believe. He's the one who really should solve this conundrum and tell not just myself and my fighter, the whole watching public, who luckily we're living in the days where we have technology. That fight was live, yeah, in full technical, well, is it, no, high definition. So there's no denying did it happen or it happened and it was recorded and there was a live audience present and it was covered in America, I believe, an American network covered it, right? So really and truly, it's, this is not for me now to start answering. I don't have to. I'm not the one who should be answering this. I, I know you're asking me questions. I don't have no answer as to why, how the referee reached that conclusion. And can I add, in any sector, in any profession, that we, any job we do in our lives, yeah, we should be held accountable for anything we get wrong. As you can see, I've normally got a lot to say. I'm struggling to find words because there aren't any. So like the, the, the best person to answer this question, and I think, has, has it ever been done before? Have you ever interviewed a referee? Yes, I you have. have. Yeah. Right. I'm in the middle of writing a, a letter, an official letter to the board who licensed me. Every trainer is licensed by the board. And every uh, referee, I believe, is 
uh, an organization governed by the board, the British Boxing Board of Control. Right. I am going to write a letter. I've never done this in the whole 16 years of being a coach, professional boxing coach. I'm going to write an official letter to this gentleman should be called into question for whatever reasons, he has those reasons. That means I can go as far as saying if he, we all make mistakes, we're not robots. If he made a mistake, for whatever reason, we don't know what kind of day he's been having, what kind of, what's going on in his life at the moment. Because to make such a mistake is a big one. This gentleman should be pulled into because well, I, th I think from our side, we've got to be careful what is said, but what we need no, no, to I'm say... No, no, I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm not going to mix my words. I'm saying what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I'm going to write an official letter to the board that this gentleman should be pulled into to, to explain himself. Yes, we're it certainly in a, needs to be We're an living in a democratic world, democracy. Uh, there is a, a justice should prevail here. This is an injustice that's been inflicted on us, yeah? And the gentleman should be pulled into question to explain himself, to stop him doing it again and other people. Because it, it, we're not the only ones this has happened to. There right? needs to be an investigation. Yes, I'm afraid so. Yes. Um, that sort of drags me on to the, the next point, which is you've led very nicely into it, which is there's been a number of issues, some that haven't had such catastrophic results. But if we look at the Joyce Dubois fight, the scorecards of the judges were incredibly different. That's right. If we look at the Yard Arthur fight, Absolutely. the same with there. And if we go to the Lewis Ritson fight, similar, similar there. The issue for me, or the issue I think for us, is a, there's a wider question here. Do you think that we should be in a situation now where all fights have judges? There isn't just one scoring referee. There are a number of things that needs to be upgraded in every sector, in every sport, in every... Even football, we have VAR. In tennis, you have Hawkeye to challenge. We should be given an opportunity to challenge a decision that we strongly, strenuously believe that shouldn't stand. Yeah? I would like to be a part of, I am licensed by the board. Every train is licensed by the board. I will start a committee presented to the board, something has to be done, not just for our sake, for my personal sake, for the whole boxing industry, because it's happening too frequent. You listed a number of uh, fights that the, the, the scores haven't made any sense. It's like, what fight was the judge watching? In this case, it was just the referee. The referees shouldn't be allowed to score because they're too busy in the thick of the action for a start. So that really, there's a conflict there. So. Please let it be that we can now... I think the board... Listen, the board, the British board are the best in the world. Yeah? They govern boxing. Everything's cool. Everything's good. And I believe they will look at this. Not just our case. Overall, there's been a consistent incidents of such things. I mean, this one was... Yeah, pretty, pretty bad. bad. I, I think the one of the issues, I think, for the in the defence of the board in this matter regarding whether there should be a scoring referee or uh, a team of judges, uh, the problem has been that the small hall promoters will find it commercially very difficult if they have to pay for three judges plus a referee. I understand, yeah, but the logistics. But the problem is that 
if we're yielding poor results as a result of the system, mm -hmm. then something has to be the done. The system has failed what it's supposed to be doing. So in terms of the logistics, totally understood, yeah, in terms of the financial uh, impact of having, you have to pay for judges, we have... Uh, we have we could have a panel we could come with suggestions there's ways of doing things today you could have the judges don't have to be in that building they could be in their houses they could be somewhere could be a moderator a mod yeah absolutely yeah they could refer to the referee referee could, just like they're doing football the referee or in cricket in cricket or like i said in tennis you have all these there's in the modern world we're living in today there is no excuse for such things to be allowed to happen because this breaks people Depending on how strong you are, some people may never recover. My fighter was in pieces. He was in pieces. I was sitting on the edge of his bed in our hotel room in Wembley from when we left the venue, right? We left the venue quite early, about around 7 p.m. I was sitting on the edge of his bed till 5 a.m. He was a broken man. He was asking me, coach, why? Why did this happen? And I didn't have any answers for him. All right, I think that's a, a great place to end this uh, interview with with the question, why and how did this happen? Don Charles, thank you so much. I usually say it's a pleasure, but it's not a pleasure in this, this you know me. I'm a guy, I'm very respectful. I'm a law-abiding citizen. And I'm not here crying where it's, it's me, it's me. No, no, this is widespread. It's a widespread problem that should be uh, sorted out. Don, thanks. Only on the zone.